We keep things rolling here on this holiday weekend on the Sports Cubicle. I'm Mike Mercado, and we have a very special treat for all you football fans. We always are just going on and on and on about the Chicago Bears. We're complaining about Matt Eberflus. We're wondering what's going on with Ryan Poles. And funny enough, we have somebody here who knows a little bit about Kevin Warren and about the Chicago Bears' next opponent, the Minnesota Vikings, the Josh Dobbs left Minnesota Vikings. He is joining us from Purple PTSD. He is Kyle Jowdry. And I think I said it right the first time, but we still have a lot of episode left to mess it up. Kyle, welcome to the show, brother. You nailed it. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, so a crazy season, I think, for both sides of the NFC North, right? Like we're seeing what's going yeah. on with Detroit. We saw the fallout of that game between the Bears and the Lions in Justin Fields' comeback. But really fast, before we get to the Monday night matchup, your thoughts on what you've been seeing going on in the lakefront of Chicago, over at Hallis Hall, over at Soldier Field. What are the thoughts going on in Vikings country on the Monsters of the Midway? Yeah, so I think there's some fascination with Chicago, um, obviously given the NFC North connection. But then, you know, Ryan Poles was in consideration for the Vikings general manager position and ended up opting for Chicago. And instead, the Vikings end up going Coisito for Mensa, which I think most Vikings fans, I think, are pleased with. You know, he's got his infamous competitive rebuild where he's trying to kind of thread the needle, not entirely strip things down, uh, still be competitive while kind of rebuilding on the fly. And whether or not he'll be successful is, you know, remains to be seen. There's been good things and bad things going on. You know, meanwhile, Ryan Poles has has done the, the teardown, right? And And... So that's been kind of fascinating to see uh, just in so far as Poles could have been the dude. You know what I mean? He could have been the main guy in Minnesota and came quite close, or at least it was in consideration. The rumors were that and the reports were that Minnesota was impressed by him. And then Chicago ended up swooping in and snagging him. So I think there's been from the outside looking in, at least there's been some confusion at times about the decisions he's made, such as like trading for Claypool. And then even the trade recently for Montez Sweat, was interesting. Uh, I mean, he's a good player. Great defensive ends. He's going to help you guys. Um, but a little bit of confusion at times and and fascination, uh, just given that kind of history there. So I think you might have the same kind of mindset that I have when it comes to trying to get into the minds of the front office and the coaches. And I think yep. while the Bears coaches might be on the hot seat, I don't think the same is going on in Minnesota. And then this Kirk Cousins injury happens, right? Justin Jefferson is out. This is a team that lost Dalvin Cook. Like, this is a nice team, all that in spite of going on. And then yep. they make this trade for Dobbs, right? And I'm mm -hmm. wondering, over here for the Bears, when the Montez Sweat trade happened, a lot of us assume – well, they're going to spend money. They're looking towards the future, and they're trying to not look bad after that Claypool trade that they look scared, that they're scared yeah. about to make that move, right? What was sure. Minnesota? What do you think their mindset, the front office was, when they made that trade to grab a QB who was maybe not winning games in Arizona, but putting up some mm -hmm. numbers? But this was a guy that was cut from Cleveland and has been around the league. What was the mindset yep. going on for Viking fans, people covering the team after that move? Yeah, I mean, Dobbs is a bit of a journeyman, as you're saying. You know, originally, I think he was a fourth rounder from the Steelers, and it's kind of bounced around the league a little bit. Um, so with Kevin O'Connell, you basically need, you know, like two prerequisites to be his quarterback. And if you don't have these two things, you cannot play quarterback for Kevin O'Connell. You have to have good accuracy, and you have to be really smart. And so those are kind of two key criteria for the head coach. Uh, and so I think in Dobbs, they saw somebody who has those things. And, you know, keep everyone's focused on Kirk Cousins, and that makes sense. I mean, Cousins legitimately 
was playing really phenomenal football. I know in week six, you didn't see it. When he went to Soldier Field, he had a poor game. The Vikings always play poor at Soldier Field. It's like a house of horrors. It's, it's not a good spot for Minnesota to play. Uh, but Cousins have been playing excellently. But keep in mind, Nick Mullins, the primary backup, he was injured as well. He was on the IR. And then Jaron Hall ended up getting hurt in that Atlanta game. Right? So the Vikings were really in a tough spot quarterback-wise. And so when they swung that deal for Dobbs, it was really, I think, in the hopes of getting uh, a veteran dude who'd been around, seen some stuff, super smart, to be the main backup to Jaron Hall, who's their fifth-round rookie, who they legitimately do really like. But then Hall ends up getting injured in the first quarter against Atlanta. And, you know, the NFL world has kind of been a little bit stunned by what Dobbs has been able to do, as well as I think, you know, the Vikings organization itself has been a bit stunned because Dobbs has done probably far better than anyone could have anticipated. Um, so it's the brains, it's the athleticism, and then the area he doesn't get enough credit for is the toughness. Like, dude will hang in there, make a play, try and pick up the first down with his legs. Um, really, he's been he's been a very nice ad. Looking into this game on Monday night, I'm looking at it at this. If you're that Minnesota offense, you're going to attack this cover two, and I feel like TJ Hawkinson, healthy or not at 80%, is going to eat up just going to eat up and we're going to see what happens with Jordan Addison. But I think that's where they're going to attack. And Dobbs has a chance to get out of the pocket and again, eat up a bunch of yards, take up a bunch of mm-hmm. this clock. But if, if from where you guys are watching this, how do you see the Vikings attacking the bears and more specifically, Justin Fields? And what are you worried about? If you're watching the Vikings and bears offense, what are you worried about the bears and Justin Fields doing to this uh, Vikings yeah. offense? Yeah. So, I mean, so Fields is a, he's a, he's a really gifted player. Uh, the concern with him is always his legs, as well as, you know, he could throw some darts as well. DJ Moore is a sneaky, talented dude, and he's sneaky, strong as well. Um, you know, if you were drafting like an all NFC North team and you're in 11 personnel, DJ Moore would be one of your receivers. You know, he he's he's really a fantastic player. That that trade from Ryan Poles, that one makes sense. Like, give your young QB a legit WR1. Um, and so there's concern there, I think, uh, in that he's a pretty strong dude. He's a great receiver. There's concern with Cole Komet. You know, in recent games, the Vikings have struggled a bit defensively to handle some size along the outside. Larger wide receivers getting tight ends flexed out to the, to the boundary. Um, so you kind of worry a little bit. And then Mooney. Mooney's really quick, you know, and you get those few running backs move well. Now, in week six, Chicago found some success in the ground. You guys did a pretty all right job. And it was just kind of unfortunate that fields get hurt. You end up going to uh, UDFA, uh, Bajan. Uh, you know, honestly, it was a gutsy performance. So give the dude credit. Really, really gutsy effort. But with Fields, I would think they might try and spy him a little bit with Ivan Pace. Jordan Hicks, their main linebacker, is injured now, you know, alongside the various other injuries. So they might try and spy him a bit, kind of cage him up. The run defense has come a long, long way with Brian Flores at the helm. So... I would assume the emphasis is going to be on trying to limit the damage on the ground and then force fields to, you know, to do it through the air. And we'll see if they're successful or not, because it's easier said than done. Kyle Jodry joins us here on Purple. PTSD is where you can find it. We are here on the Sports Cubicle. Uh, you are doing some great work up north. And when I mean up north, not just Minnesota, but you're up north, north, and you are uh, bringing the heat. And this is where I, I am fascinated about the whole Minnesota Chicago connection. We just saw the Detroit and the bears matchup where Ben Johnson might be in play for a bears head coaching position Mm, in the next mm -hmm. few months. Right. Kevin Warren, big 10. We know how he handled that, but Minnesota, 
thoughts from a Vikings perspective, covering the team, watching the team, liking the team, working with the team, all this. Kevin Warren, been pretty silent here for the Bears, but respected. And you guys have a beautiful stadium up north, all you Vikings fans. What were the thoughts when the Bears made this out-of-house signing, this new guy in charge, and it was Kevin Warren? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, as you said, U.S. Bank Stadium is um, remarkable. I don't know if you've been, but it is just, it lives up to the hype. Uh, to, to my mind, at least, I think it's incredible. And so it's certainly, this was one where it's, when you saw the name, uh, it certainly caused Vikings folks to perk up a bit, given that connection. You mentioned the Big Ten as well. Um, so it's always kind of interesting, the uh, the NFC North stuff, when you see kind of things happening within the North. I mean, if you're a Vikings fan, you're primarily thinking the trades that Kwesi has pulled off with NFC North teams, you know, the draft day trades with the Lions and the Packers and then getting Hawkinson. So those are kind of been things that have on Vikings fans' minds when it comes to kind of this interdivision stuff. Um, but as you said, yeah, Kevin Warren has that connection with the Vikings and seems to be well respected. Um, so it is fascinating. And then U.S. Bank Stadium is remarkable. Uh, so simply to note, the only real thoughts I have, not particularly satisfying, just that it is fascinating that it kind of made the leap. Um, and I'm really, and again, I'm fascinated to see where Chicago is going here. It's it's very, very, there's some interesting ties between two organizations right now. I could do this all day, Kyle. I'm so glad we were able to hook up and talk about a fun matchup, but more importantly, make this connection. And we can make sure while there's a rivalry on the field, there doesn't have to be one off the field. And we can make sure all sides get to hear and digest awesome football knowledge before we let you go uh where can everybody find all your work i've been mentioning purple ptsd but you're all over the world we see your work you're doing podcasts uh i was listening to it on youtube give it the people in here chicago all the details shill my friend shill sure yeah i mean if you're looking for a purple perspective you could you know head over to purpleptsd.com that's where i do most of uh most of my writing shows up there uh vikings territory as well gets some of that writing uh the podcast is notes from the north that is uh, a playoff, the whole NFC North, but also me being Canadian. Uh, that's basically it. You know, Notes from the North podcast, the Vikings territory, full PTSD. I'm on Twitter, uh, for better or for worse. <laughs> they're at Vikings Gazette. Uh, so for some reason, you still like social media, you can find me on there. Uh, but otherwise, I got nothing else to plug. All right. We got three quick ones then before you leave. Sure. Do the Vikings make the playoffs? Yes or no? Yes. It's Justin Fields, the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears next season. That's a tough one. Let me say yes. Do the Minnesota Vikings win on Monday Night Football? Yes, they do. Yeah, sorry. Kyle Jaldry, you're amazing, brother. Thank you so much for your time. Of course.